May the Lord continue to increase you and expand your knowledge and your understanding in the Word of God. And then may you walk in it with all boldness, with all confidence in the name of Jesus. We're going back to where we were on the last couple of weeks out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 9 through 13 uh, in the New King James Version. Amen. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 9 through 13 in the New King James Version. And then we're going to add to that. Amen. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2 through 11. And that we'll read out of the New Living Translator. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2 through 11, and the New Living Translation. And we're going to return to the thought that we had last week and the week before, summoned, amen, summoned to perfection. Amen, summoned to perfection. There is still more to add. There's still more to do. Glory to God. There's still more. 1 Thessalonians now, chapter 3, verse 9 through 13. And it says, For what thanks can we render to God for you? For all the joy with which we rejoice for your sake, amen, before our God, night and day, night and day, praying exceedingly that we may see your face and perfect what is lacking in your faith. Night and day, praying exceedingly that we may see your face and perfect what is lacking in your faith. The New Living Translation, as we read on last week, says, filling in the gap. Glory to God that's lacking what's needed in your faith. Verse 11, now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct your way, direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another and to all just as we do to you. Verse 13, so that he may establish your heart blameless and holiness before our Lord, before uh, our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all the saints. Amen. Praise God. Look at verse 12. This is absolutely, amen, important. This is our point that we've been driving home for the last couple of weeks. Amen. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love. Amen. To one another uh, and to all just as you do. Keep words there, increase and abound. There's yet still more to do. Amen. Praise God. Uh, I want to read down in addition to that, excuse me, um, down through chapter 4, verse 1 and 2 of 1 Thessalonians as well. I think this is part of that, and I should have said this in the beginning. Amen. Verse chapter 4, verse 1 and 2 says, Finally then, brethren, we urge and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more, just as you receive from us how you ought to walk as to please God. For you know what commandment we gave you through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That you, we ex urge and exhort you in the Lord Jesus Christ, that you should abound more and more. Keep adding more and more. Second Peter now, chapter 1, starting at verse 2, and this we'll read in the New Living Translation. Amen. Second Peter, chapter 1, starting at verse 2, this we'll read in the New Living Translation. It says, may God himself, May God give you, I'm sorry, may God give you more and more grace 
and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus Christ our Lord. Let me read that again. May God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus Christ our Lord. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need to live a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him. Thank you, Father. And uh, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These, amen, uh, these are the promises that enable you to share in his divine nature and escape, amen, the world's corruption caused by human desires. Look at verse 5. In view of all of this, make every effort to respond to his, God's promises. In view of all of this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement, supplement your faith with a generous provision of more excellence, amen, and of more excellence with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection, brotherly affection with love for one, for everyone. Keep adding to that. Glory to God. Verse eight, the more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to say that again. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop, but those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. So, dear brothers and sisters, work hard to prove that you are really among those who are called and chosen. Say again, so brethren or brothers and sisters, work hard to prove that you are really among those who are called and chosen. Do these things and you will never fall. Amen. Do these things and you will never fall away. Verse 11 in my last verse, then God will give you an, a granted entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then God will give you a grant, a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Amen. Again tonight, we're dealing with the same sub subject, summoned, amen, to excellence. Praise God. Summoned to excellence. One of the things that I think is very important to say is that everything that is alive, both natural and spiritual, amen, grows at an, at an expected rate. I want to say that again. Everything that is alive and that is healthy grows at an expected rate. Glory to God. And if it does not grow at the expected time it should be growing, the question has to be, amen, amen, what's wrong? Is there something wrong reason why that the growth is not happening. 
Amen. So, beloved, you and I, as children of the kingdom of God, glory to God, we must continue to grow and develop and make every effort, glory to God, make every effort, praise God, to continue to add and increase and abound, praise God, and run and press, because this is the calling for us. Our sanctification is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. Amen. According to the word, amen, that we see in first, um, first Peter, amen, in chapter 1, it says in verse 8, the more you grow like this, the more productive, the more you grow like this, according to, amen, the, the last several verses, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Amen. The more we grow, and amen, the more useful we're going to be in our knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And But verse 9 says, but those that fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. Amen. So there is no either, there is no uh, gray area. Either we're pressing or we're not. Either we're growing, if no, we're not. If we're growing, we're more productive and useful. If we're not developing, amen, as we should, we're short-sighted and blind, amen. Now, the, the book of Thessalonians, amen, it handles a couple of issues uh, that the church at Thessalonica is dealing with, praise God. It handles some issues, but, the, amen, the first part of it started out with here the commendation and their encouragement because their faith has grown. Nine times the book deals with, amen, their faith and how they have grown in the faith. And they're commented, complimented, and their fame has grown out throughout the region. How the believers have grown, amen, in their faith. Glory to God. And so there's a compliment, an exhortation factor, the book of First Thessalonians. Amen. There's also gone out some fallacies in regard to the return of the Lord. There are those that are going around saying that the, amen, the second coming of Christ is imminent. So there are those that are walking around aimlessly, not working, not doing anything, assuming that Christ is coming just real quickly. And those, amen, are, have become ineffective. So the book of 1st and 2nd Thessalonians deals with that and tells them, amen, Get busy working, glory to God, amen, and not be a burden on the church with your idleness. The other thing that he, he addresses, and especially in chapters 4 and 5 in 1 Thessalonians, deals, amen, with the second coming of the Lord, amen. He deals with that, and he tells them, amen, to understand that we are, amen, the, the, it, haven't, it hasn't happened yet. And they had questions concerning those uh, that have fallen asleep, amen. That's what the word of the Lord used for those that have passed away, have died in Christ, those that have fallen asleep, amen. And he says, now listen, those that have fallen asleep, amen, they will precede us, amen, at the trump of God when we hear the voice of the Lord, amen, and, and that getting up day, as we were saying in the church, amen, they're gonna precede us. Then those who are alive and remain will be changed, amen, in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, glory to God. And, and, and so he's, 
He's encouraging them, keep being busy. Stay about the Lord's business. Stay on the work of the Lord, amen, because the time has not yet come along, amen. But our emphasis on tonight deals with the fact of the exhortation to going on to more, amen. One of the greatest, thank you, Father, one of the greatest enemies to our development is idleness, amen, and complacency. Say again, one of the greatest enemies to development is idleness and complacency. So, amen, there is a great exhortation from Paul to, to amen, for them to go on to perfection. Amen. Do what you're doing, but more and more. There's more to add to your faith. Glory to God. Amen. When a baby is growing, praise God, uh, there is an expectation at some point they ought to go from milk, praise God, uh, to so more solid food. Amen. There's an expert, there's an expert, there's an expectation, praise God, for those that will uh that from them from rolling over, glory to God, to crawling, from crawling to walking. There's an ex there's an expectation within a certain guideline that they need to, amen, be doing these certain things because it is it's, it's part of the healthy development. Glory to God. It's part of the healthy development. If they're not doing that, then it's got to be something that's wrong, and we need to, amen, uh, deal with that. The other part that's important before we go on is that in the development of a child, amen, it, the adult, in, uh, I guess I want to say uh, interference or addition to helping is what helps the growth along. If they're starting to walk, amen, it's, it's, it's up to the adults to encourage that process. Glory to God, amen. If they're, they're, they're starting to crawl, it's our adults to help encourage that process. Here's the issue, though. If without the presence of the adult encouragement, development can be slow and retard, retard reticent, because that influence is not there. The adult influence, thank you, Holy Spirit, is not there to encourage that uh, child to go on to become an adult, amen, go on to walking, go on to whatever it is as adults. And just when you think they're teenagers that they don't need no more influence, wrong, praise God. So that influence, so as it is in the natural it is there in the spirit. Paul is encouraging these young, uh, these youngsters in Christ, this newly fledgling church in Christ. Amen. You're doing good, but now, amen, let us go on to perfection. Praise God. What the enemy wants to do is hinder your progress till you spend the most of your life in the flesh and immature and never growing up, amen, to become productive and useful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. What the enemy would like to do is to, amen, if he can't completely stop you from hearing about Christ, thank you, Holy Spirit, if he can't completely stop you from receiving the Lord Jesus Christ, if he can't completely cut you off from the word, the next step is to mar the word, to muddy the word, to cause error, 
false doctrine, through false brethren, amen, uh, all types of error so that, amen, you grow funny. If the word in your life is funny, you're going to grow funny. Glory to God. Amen. So it is up to up to adults to dictate what the young ones are eating. Say again, it is it's up to the adults, praise God, to guide, to monitor what children are eating. Because the time is now, thank you, Holy Spirit, amen, where men will not heed sound doctrine. Amen. But after their own desires, heap up teachers having itching ears. Praise God. But in this hour, like never before, we need mature saints who have grown in the faith to lead the church, amen, to the next level of growth. Glory to God. There's an expectation of understanding. There's an expectation that the Holy Spirit has for us in our growth. Amen. One of the places that are absolutely amazing um, that is out of the scriptures in Mark, Matthew 16 with Jesus and the disciples, praise God, um, is, is a good place to learn from. Amen. Um, it's in, in verse one, two, 1 through 4, the Pharisees and the Sadducees are testing Jesus. Amen. And they ask for a sign from heaven. Amen. About his return. They, amen. And so he says to them, amen, you can tell when the sky is fair or when the sky is red, and in the morning it's going to be foul weather or good weather. He called them hypocrites because you can't discern, you can discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the sign of the times. Glory to God. Amen. Now, verse 5 says, now when his disciples had come to the other side, they forgot to take bread. And Jesus said to them, take heed as you beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. Amen. They forgot to take bread. He said, amen, something completely different from what they thought, but their conviction had them reasoning wrong. Verse 7, and they reasoned among themselves, saying, is it because we have taken no bread? The only thing they could connect with that is leaven. So they figured maybe because of their conviction, amen, because they don't have enough bread, maybe that's what he's talking about. But Jesus, verse 8, being aware of it, about their reasoning, said to them, O ye, O you of little faith, why do you reason amongst yourselves because you have no bread? Amen. Do you not yet understand or remember the five loaves and of the 5,000, how many, amen, baskets you took up? Nor the seven loaves and the 4,000 and how many large baskets you took up. How is it? How is it that you don't do not understand that I speak, do not speak to you concerning bread, but beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees? Luke 12 and verse 2 says that, amen, the leaven of the Pharisees is, and Sadducees is hypocrisy. Amen. Glory to God. And he says to them, how is it that you don't understand that I speak concerning, amen, don't speak concerning bread, but beware the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then they understood that he did not tell them beware, that he did not tell them beware of the leaven of bread, 
but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Now, the, the point is in verse 11. How is it that you do not understand that I do not speak concerning bread? His disappointment with them was this. I've been with you long enough, and you've seen enough in, in that two miracles where a shortage of food don't, amen, doesn't make a difference to me because after the miracle, he asked them, how many large baskets did you take up? Amen. So I've done that already. So if you only have one loaf between the 12 of us, don't you think I still can provide? I've given you enough example to where you should understand me by now. That's the issue. You should understand me by now. And he says, how is it that you understand, don't understand? Amen. So his expectation level was higher for them, judging by the amount of time he's been with them. In the same way in John 14, where uh, Thomas asked Jesus to show us the Father, if it suffices thee. Amen. And he says, how long have I been with you? And you don't know, amen, that when you see me, you've seen the Father. So the expectation is there that by this time, your understanding ought to be a little deeper. You ought to be grown a certain measure by this time. Glory to God. So my exhortation and encouragement to you tonight is, amen, let us go on to perfection. There's a level that we ought to be at that only the Holy Spirit can, amen, show you glory to God concerning where we are right now. Why? Because it takes the Spirit of God to tell you either you're on course or you're behind. Glory to God. Amen. And so I exhort you, I encourage you in the Lord Jesus Christ Amen. To go on to perfection. Keep pressing on toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God that's in Christ Jesus. Keep pressing, beloved. Stay rooted and grounded in that word. Amen. Above all, don't, amen, let us not get relaxed. Let us not get complacent. Amen. Let us not allow the enemy for us to kick our heels back as though we have already made it. There is too much to be done in our lives. There's too much to be done to manifest the kingdom. There's too much to be done within the church. There's too much to be done within our personal walk. There's too much to be done with our families. There's too many people that is yet still unsaved. Glory to God. And so the work, the, the laborers, the, 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 the harvest is indeed plentiful, but the laborers are few. Glory to God. And so to you and I, beloved, I exhort you, and this is our, this is my uh, 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 soapbox, so to speak, on tonight. Let us go on to perfection. Let us, amen, keep on growing to the measure of the standard of Jesus Christ. Amen. He's our measuring rod. Amen. Let us, let us keep pressing on to perfection. Let us keep our, amen, our, our mind and our heart set on the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's continue to press in the word and the prayer and the fasting and seeking and seeking God. Amen. Make your calling and your election sure. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. There's a falling away that's coming, and I'm almost done. There's a falling away that is coming to the church because Jesus won't return until two things. Amen. That's sure. 
the man of sin is, is, is exposed, a man that's calling himself God in the temple, praise God, and the falling away happens. None of those things have taken place yet. None of those things have happened yet. Amen. And so we have to, we have to keep pressing on in the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Whatever it is, God has given you to do, put your hands on it. Amen. And be diligent. Don't let the master come and catch you with your work undone. Whatever it is, whatever assignment, whatever gifting that God has uh, for you, amen, let it be multiplied. Let your talents, there's two turn into four. Amen. And your five talents turn to 10. Whatever it is that God has given you to do, I exhort you and I encourage you in the power of the Holy Spirit, amen, that you, and I charge you by the word of Christ, amen, go on to perfection. Keep pressing and growing unto the Lord, amen. Keep keep walking circumspectly as to please God, amen. According to 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, verse three, amen, the will of God for us is our sanctification. Praise God, we've been called out of the world, in the world, but not of the world, not part of that system. Glory to God. Amen. So let's go on. Let's keep let's keep pressing on. There's so much more, amen, to be done. I want to be the best, amen, uh, man of God that I can be every day. Keep on pressing in prayer. Keep on being, here's the key word, disciplined daily in prayer and in the word, praying for my family, praying for the church, amen. According to Acts, uh, the 20th chapter, take heed to yourselves and the flock. That's my charge. Take heed to yourself and the flock. There's so much more that we can do. There's so much more we can add. There's so much more. Amen. So I exhort you in this. My time is up. Praise God. Be ye steadfast, unmovable. Amen. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Keep pressing, beloved. Keep growing. Amen. Keep Amen. Asking God for clarity and direction. But whatever you do, amen, don't walk in laziness or complacency. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you tonight for the hearers. Those that are hearing now, those that will hear later, I pray, Father, for that to be a fire to stir it up in their spirit, a fire to go on to maturity, a fire to continue to add and continue to walk so as to please you, Father, a fire for sanctification and holiness in light of your return. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I praise you. You alone are worthy, our God, our healer, our redeemer, the amen, the lifter up of our head. We give you praise and thank you, the rock of our salvation. Father God, you're our strength. In you alone, we find shelter. Bless us, Father. Keep us on the straight and the narrow because you said in your word, broad is the way to destruction, but narrow is the way to salvation and only few find it. Let us be in that pew. We bless you now. We give you praise and thanks for what you're doing in us for us and what you're doing through us, Father. In Jesus' name, 